Welcome back to another episode of New Creation Woman Podcast, where we share all things beautiful and ugly about womanhood through the faithful <laughs> lens and restoration of Christ. Today, we have a very special guest. Um, our topic is ministry with children. So how to minister to your own kids, how to raise godly kids. And we couldn't have had been blessed with a better woman of God. This is Carrie. And I will let her introduce herself. Um, my name is Carrie Conaway, and I have been working with kids since I was 10. Like I actually started wow. working in the nursery at the church that I grew up in when I was 10 year old, 10 years old, started babysitting at 10. So like kids have been my life. So um, I am married to my husband, Dave. We've been married 17. It'll be 18 years this February. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we were one of those met and married in like four months. So wow. we don't recommend it to everybody, but it worked. And then um, we have Brody and Colt, our two boys. Brody is 15. He's a freshman at Heartland Christian. And um, Colt is in seventh grade at Heartland Christian. He is 12. So mm -hmm. um, now um, we are in charge of the children's, all the way from the babies up to the youth. Um, it was laid heavy on my heart probably like last year that, you know, we have to do something to reach this generation. So we went to pastors and we were like, hey, we want to do this. And we're so thankful because we had been praying, actually, <laughs> we've been praying for several years mm -hmm. for someone to oversee all of the children. Mm -hmm. And I know you have a, a real heart for all of the all of the ages, mm -hmm. but especially the teens, because right. you have some that are moving up into that mm -hmm. already there. But yeah, and you and you have a master's in education. I do. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, I think it's been two years now. It was it was wow. tough, but I got my. Uh, master's in administration awesome. so yeah. and, and I teach fifth grade so, so I've been doing that for about nine years at wow. West Branch wow. yes. yeah. so just so a little <laughs> active <laughs> just a little you education know. <laughs> and then spiritually leading as yes. the head of the kids ministry for yes. this church mm -hmm. we are so grateful yeah. Um, so yeah when when this topic was dropped on my heart I mean it really stems from the fact that I'm a parent mm -hmm. um, and that I also have teen kids and then I have them down to toddlers. And mm -hmm. so it's been, I've got both ends where we sing Jesus loves you. And then I, <laughs> sometimes it's Jesus loves you to the teen, you know, and uh, I'm really in that dynamic. Yeah. But then also, and I have to mention just the grieving I'm watching going on in college campuses mm -hmm. right now. Oh and I feel God. like as parents, what we can do right now is raise our children in such a way that they are not partakers right. in that because right. it's borderline violence, mm -hmm. right? But it's absolutely mm -hmm. hateful. Yes. Um, and it's it's never been like this. Like, I'm so right. grateful that I'm not in college or that yeah. my kids aren't yet. Mm -hmm. But I do think we have to prepare them differently based on just this very strange new yes. thing that's going on yes. in the higher education schools. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, thank you for agreeing to talk about mm -hmm. this. And I guess, I mean, I know you have some notes prepared, so I don't want to lead too much, that's but I'm right. hoping that we do get a couple for each like age range, you know? Well, I'm going to try my best. Okay. <laughs> um, as I was thinking about this last night, it's like it all started really when um, we were volunteering. Well, I was volunteering before I even met Dave at Faith Family Church and the Children's. And I remember watching the kids and it's like, here I am teaching them like how to be godly kids. And I'm teaching them the power of the Holy Spirit and I'm teaching them how to operate in the gifts. It's like, God, 
I want my own kids to do that with. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started was I actually started praying then. I'm like, God, I want my own children that I can raise knowing this from the very beginning, who they are in Christ, what they have, how to operate in that, and to just have a relationship with him from the time that they're little. And Brody, he was my first one. And while I was pregnant with him, we prayed over him. We prophesied over him. We spoke over him. And that was before he even came out. That's good. And then when we did have him, I remember I had this little booklet. I don't remember what it was called, but um, it was scriptures to speak over your children. Mm -hmm. And I would go sit by his crib and we would just, he, we'd talk. I oh, would I speak that it. over wow. him and I'd eat my yogurt and speak it over him. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's good wisdom. Mm -hmm. You can't start too young. No, that's right. right. No. That's right. And then too, like as he got older and was able to start talking, I remember at two and three having deep conversations with him. Wow. Mom, why does God do this? Mom, why that? I mean, the kid got saved at two. He got filled <laughs> with the Holy Ghost at three. Wow. I mean, he just, wow. he's had this prophetic yeah. gift over him all of his wow. life. That's so cool. I mean, no wonder because I, I admire the way that your children oh, worship during because yes. our, our church has corporate worship everybody's together and then the children and teens are released and yours are so full of the spirit and I'm yeah. like I mean you know I'm not going to call anyone out but there are other kids <laughs> that are like you know or yeah. not even standing right. and it's like I just that indwelling yeah. of the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit that's what that mm -hmm. it comes out and it's so right. joyful and it's beautiful mm -hmm. and so that's why I'm like we got to get Carrie on here for what she's doing <laughs> right yes, Tips. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we, with Dave and I too, being in children's for so many years, um, we were children's pastors at Cathedral of Life about five, six years ago. And because we were over that, like we involved our children in what we were doing. Mm. I mean, even when we were volunteering, like we involved them in every part of it. And it wasn't just at church. Like the way we started with our kids, it all came from our relationship with God. Nice. There you go. And it's like, if you don't have a daily constant relationship with God, don't expect your kids to. <laughs> right. Wow. Because like they're little sponges. And yeah. They're yeah. going to suck up everything yep. that they see. They and see somebody outside smoking and drinking and then come in and say, hey, where's your Bible? Um, yeah. Hello. I mean, I like that you incorporated them as participants mm -hmm. of ministry instead of just being the object of right. ministry, mm -hmm. which right. is something that like when I was able to teach the few Sundays mm -hmm. and I know Lord has it on my heart, but um, just being, I felt like I was participating in ministry because yes, my son was there in the Mm -hmm. pew but also it was very interactive the kids had great questions mm -hmm. you know sometimes I was like oh Holy Spirit give me the answer <laughs> yes you know or like but it, it's it's cool because I felt so much when I was growing up that I was an object of ministry mm -hmm. not necessarily by my parents but by right. the way that the ministries and the churches mm -hmm. and the youth groups that I was going mm -hmm. to kind of treated us you know right. and another thing I think is that you 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 prophesied over yours and they have prophetic gifts that mm -hmm. you can identify yes. and they probably get that reaffirmation from you yes and knowing that as a child you have a unique place in God's kingdom mm -hmm. I think is really special mm -hmm. because I think right now children are really hungry for attention yes, and we see are. that they moving are. into social media <laughs> and TikTok yes. and, and they're willing to do things that they know they shouldn't mm -hmm. do in order so how about like finding that confirmation from the higher ups because mm -hmm. it's it's more credible right also when it's not your mom sometimes like yeah. <laughs> when it comes from another person right. in the body and right. they're like hey you have a unique calling and purpose for mm -hmm. god's kingdom mm -hmm. what you know but 
then too, like it came out of like Dave, he has prophetic gifts. I'm more the teacher. So to be able to recognize that in our own children and to foster that in them, Mm -hmm. like I remember Colt, he was um, maybe four or five years old and we were sitting down praying together and I looked at him. I'm like, buddy, you have the gift of interpretation. intercessory. Uh-huh. I'm like, you're a little prayer warrior. <laughs> and because that's something that I am, I've been able to teach him along. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. Like, we don't just say, okay, go pray. Okay, go read your Bible. Right. Like I literally sat down with them mm-hmm. and we would get in our Bibles and we would look through the scriptures and I would read through it together. Okay, now let's start here. Okay, well now we're going to go to this verse. Now let's go to this verse. And I would teach them how to study and how to pull the verses together. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then um, even too, like when we would send them to go, okay, now it's your turn. Go, go spend some time reading, go spend some time praying. And then we would always ask them, okay, what'd you get? What did the Holy Spirit tell mm-hmm. you? What did God say? And they would—they heard. I mean, from a young wow. age, they heard. That's wonderful. And then they would share that with us, mm-hmm. and we were able to give them that confirmation. Awesome. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, I think uh, like that participatory thing, and mm-hmm. also they were probably excited. They were probably yeah. like, "Mom, guess what I got?" <laughs> you know, what I mean, yeah. how much cooler is that than like sending them into the toy store? Five bucks? Exactly. Like, <laughs> real treasure, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. And raising them to understand that mm-hmm. it's a lifelong gift. It is. Yeah. And even like with Brody. He was in love with Lionel trains when he was little. Oh, cute. And at three years old, he wanted so bad for Christmas a hot chocolate chain. <laughs> a hot chocolate chain because we watched um, Polar Express all the time. Okay. And um, I remember we had gone to the store the one day and he was crying because he wanted a train so bad. Oh. And I'm like, buddy, we're, let's sit down. Let's pray. I'm like, I know you want this so bad. So this was April and we prayed in faith in April that he would get this hot chocolate chain for Christmas. And I'm like, if anybody asks you what you want for Christmas, well, you can tell them, I'm getting a hot chocolate chain from God. (laughs) And that's what he did. And like that day when we prayed in April, like I knew that he received it right then. I think he did too. And I remember it got real close to Christmas and um, Dave was like, how are we gonna get the money for this? Like, we don't have the extra money. This is a $350 train. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, God will take care of it. How cute. And my aunt calls me like a couple days before Christmas. She's like, I heard that Brody wants this train. She's like, Grandma had extra money left over. I'll take care of it for you. (laughs) But he he learned at the age of three to believe then and he was not swayed. And anyway, he was convinced at that moment that he was getting that train. Yeah. That's so So those are the things that we have to do. Like what we do as believers, we have to instill that into our kids. Mm -hmm. And even like Colt, he's my one that would struggle with things more often. And my verse that I got for him was out of Revelations that you are an overcomer and you will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. And I would take them into the scriptures. Okay, we're struggling with something, we're having problems. Well, let's go see what the word says. Okay, we're gonna stand on this. We're gonna speak this over you. And just instilling that in them. And it's not just me doing it to them. They see us doing it as well. So I think that's the biggest thing is we just, we made it a daily thing. It was Mm. part of our lives. Anything that came up, 
we connected it to God. We related it to him, even like with discipline. And I know discipline's like a big thing. Like mm. people don't want to touch discipline. It's no. like, oh, we're no. just going to put you over here, be in time yeah. out. And we made discipline an event. Mm. Like our kids got a couple wax on the fanny, but it wasn't that. It was, okay, you did this wrong. Here's your couple swats. How are we going to fix this? Okay, now let's pray and ask God to forgive us. That's mm -hmm. cool. How are we going to make this better? And it wasn't yeah. child abuse. No. It's not like you're beating your <laughs> no. children. But there is a verse about, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yes. And, no, but no. I also yeah. like that you incorporated the forgiveness portion. Because yes. so many times in parenting, the child is taught to ask forgiveness of the parent mm -hmm. before God. Mm -hmm. When, yes, they should ask us for forgiveness, right. Right? but I think they show us forgiveness more mm -hmm. than anything because mm -hmm. we could tell when they're saying it just oh, yeah. to get by, right? I'm yes. sorry. No, for what? I don't know. Whatever you want me to be <laughs> yeah. sorry for. Yeah. And, and another thing yeah. I want to applaud you on is not just buying the thing to get the kids to stop crying. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was $350. Yeah. So, but, right. you know, even like suckers. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm guilty. Like, we go to the store and my kids like Hot Wheels. Those are $1.50. So, mm -hmm. you know, but it's, they much fast. <laughs> it's much harder not to just buy it to get mm -hmm. them so I can get through the store right. versus like looking at it from a actually biblical perspective mm -hmm. and being like, hey, let's invite God into this moment. Right. As crazy as it might be over right. a Hot Wheel or a train. <laughs> right. And he learned a invaluable lesson. Mm -hmm. Priceless is yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah, and even too, like with that, I taught my kids that no is an answer and you will accept it. Good for you. Wow. I mean, it's not wow. like, no, we're gonna fall apart, we're gonna have a fit. <laughs> no, mommy said no. And that's it. Yeah. Like you're going to have to get over it. Mm -hmm. And as they've gotten older, like we almost make a joke out of no now. Brody's like, mom, don't say no. Don't say no. <laughs> Just listen to what I have to say. But they know that when I say no, like that's it. That's awesome. And there's peace in it. Yeah. And, um, I know too, just thinking about that, because to me that no helps with protection mm. and protection with our kids. I mean, we're huge about it. From yeah. the time they were very little, anytime we were at a store, I'm like, I have to see you or touch oh, you yeah. the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I would explain to them why. I'm like, there are people out there that are watching you, watching me to see if I'm paying attention to you. Oh yeah. And I mean, we talked about that. Then even as they got older, like around seven and eight, we talked about drugs. We mm -hmm. talked about alcohol. In another year or so, we talked about pornography. We talked about sex. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing with my boys. Like I have been very open with them. If they have questions, I explain it. If they want to know why, I'm telling them why. I love that yeah. because so often there's a stigma that if we don't bring it up, <laughs> it's mm -hmm. not going to be right, you know, and I am grateful that my son, Zach, he will literally come to me and tell me anything. Like, yeah. he told me when there were kids drinking at the party, mm -hmm. like he came and tattled on, yeah. you know, not <laughs> but, and I was just like, Zach, I would have never told my parents, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but I love that we have that relationship. And I feel like for that reason, trust isn't a factor. I can mm -hmm. trust him right. when I know what he's doing, when I don't know what mm -hmm. he's doing, I trust him to tell me. Mm -hmm. And I think that also comes back from a biblical perspective. Right. So when they get older, it's like, did we rear you up in a way that mm -hmm. we can trust what we've sown into yes. you? And then obviously the Lord's hand is right. on it. Isn't always. there a scripture in there somewhere about train up a child yep. the way they will go? Uh, yeah. Pro Proverbs 22, <laughs> 6, train up your child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Amen. And, um, 
this was just another one that kind of went with discipline. He who spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Yeah, promptly. The Lord, Not when it's convenient. Right. <laughs> and the Lord does discipline those yes. he loves. That means he yes. loves us. And we, yeah. we don't sometimes see that when we're feeling the pain of the but discipline. But it's a blessing to mm -hmm. know that our Father loves us enough to discipline us. Amen. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, that's very personal. Amen. That he wants to discipline us. Because like on that. the other side of it is deliverance. Like right. he doesn't discipline us so we stay stuck right. in the discipline. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. There's healing, there's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. The whole reconciliation of right. the promise of Messiah mm -hmm. is through something that looks like sometimes mm -hmm. discipline. Mm -hmm. And it is for our own good because if we're headed off in a wrong direction, I mean, even with our kids, if they're headed off in the wrong direction, they're doing the wrong thing, like that correction is to protect them. Right. Yeah. And my kids, they did, they learned that young. And I remember them asking me, mom, why do our cousins just get to go wherever? You know, <laughs> why do they run around all over the place and your, our aunt and uncle don't pay attention? I'm like, they don't love them the way that we love you guys. <laughs> And they're Straight like, up. okay. They're like, thank you. Yes. Thank you for like yeah. telling yes. us no. Thank you for not letting us run all over the yeah. place. Yeah. So Christ they do. They kids love boundaries they do. as much as they hate them. They do. They they want them. Yes. Even, even if they say they don't or they act mm -hmm. like they don't, they they need those. We yes. need those. Yes. Hello. Right. And yes. and they're always going to be pushing up against mm -hmm. it to see. Okay, does this boundary move or is this one firm? Mm. And the ones that move, those poor kids, like they really struggle. Yeah. yeah. There's fear in there because There's we don't fear. know. For lack of stability, exactly. actually. Yeah. That, Am know. I going to get in trouble this time? Am I going to get yelled at? Are they just going to let it go? But when they come up against that boundary and it's there and it's the same consequence and there's um, consistency, there's peace. Yeah. yeah that's so good. that's the other thing that we really have to think about. Like when we're raising our kids is that being persistent, being consistent yeah and it good. takes effort it takes energy it we have to get sure up does. off of our fingers yeah. and go take care of it them. does it does not when we want to <laughs> they're taking away the car yeah i'm driving him to school <laughs> yes i know there are so many times that i just wanted to sit back and let him do whatever yeah. but it's like oh if i don't take care of this i'm gonna have bigger problems it's true That's it's right. true and it goes the same way in our spiritual lives right like mm -hmm. when we don't tend to something and we just let it grow yes. it becomes a spoil right and it can yeah. spoil the whole batch <laughs> and so mm -hmm. i think again like keeping our own like you i think you said like keeping our own spiritual lives in order mm -hmm. and you as well then they'll follow <laughs> they want to you know um, power speaks for itself, the power of God, the power yes. of Christ, the power yes. of authority, like the fact that our kids would trust us for healing, like, mom, can you pray for me? Mm -hmm. And like, know that that's going to yes. actually render something very real mm -hmm. is something that I don't think most of the secular world right. shares with their children. Right. They might trust them to protect them a little bit, right? Like mm -hmm. if a bad guy comes out of right. them, but they don't <laughs> have that supernatural authority operating. And then those children become those little authorities on their mm -hmm. own. In fact, we were teaching it. Right. Um, in what was the name of the book? The Believer's Authority. Yes. Mm -hmm. And these kids were eating it up. They're mm -hmm. like, whoa, yes. this is real. The power mm -hmm. of Christ when he ascended to the mm -hmm. right throne left it to me. What yeah. can I do with it? Yeah. <laughs> and we have authority over the enemy in our lives. Amen. Like we don't have to let sickness and disease overtake us. Yes. We don't have to have all these problems in our lives. Like we have the authority to speak to it yeah. in the name of Jesus Amen. with the word of God and just 
stop it. That's and right. teaching those to children and yes. watching them operating those gifts. And it's so cool because I feel like scripture says that um, adults are supposed to be like children, not that children are supposed to be like adults, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> and the faith of a child. Yes. I mean, we've heard that before in a previous episode, my friend Anna, who had a mm -hmm. birth defect. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I had the faith of a child. People were coming in and getting healed. Yeah. And I was like, where's my healing? And that was her first memory yeah. of a church hurt, right? Mm -hmm. um, but she had that, that faith, like, right. I'm going to get healed today in the name of yes. Jesus. And it actually never did heal for her. But mm -hmm. she's grown out right. of being mad at Christ mm -hmm. for it and understanding that even Paul had a thorn. So, yeah. yes. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Oh, well, how we're going to have to have you come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're probably running we, out of time. I, yeah, this was so wonderful. Just thank you so much. Thank you for your commitment to the children. Oh, yes. At Touch Heaven, we are eternally grateful for you and your husband. And may the Lord just continue to bless you as you're teaching also in the public schools. And yes. you're bringing, I know there's things that you can and can't say, but I know you yep. get it in there somehow. So God bless you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you. We need his wisdom. Yep. All right. Well, tune back in. I'm sure there might be a part two on this one. <laughs> and in the meantime, may his peace and grace be with you wherever you go, sweet sisters.